0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Journeyman Podcast number 12 today. I am Grant Schwalbe, and I don't have any co-hosts, but I do have with me Jim Hensel from Mayhem Mindset. Welcome to the podcast, Jim. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Thanks, Grant. i um, glad to be here. Um, uh, yeah, my, my name is, again, Jim Hensel. Um, I, I am the creator of a program or a process called Mayhem Mindset. Um, mayhem mindset is really kind of all about uh, creating identity um, or taking a big giant step back at who you are and in, in your life and organizing your values and and being uh, being clear on who you are before you kind of charge out into the world um, I tell you what uh, I'm I'm partners with Rich Froning I don't know you, you grant you do CrossFit don't you yeah yeah um, If if anybody knows who anybody in the CrossFit world knows that Rich Froning is a eight time world champion. And uh, Rich was a client of mine. Um, I'm, I've been in the the player development world for most of my career. Most of my career was spent in college football and then I decided I wanted to get out of college football and Rich was a client of mine working through uh, what is now called the mayhem mindset process. And then Rich and I partnered. And so that's kind of how we arrived at that name. But um, my story starts 15, 15, I guess it's almost 18 years ago and, and, and really in the toughest times in my life or the darkest moments in my life, um, I, I really realized I did not know who I was and what I believed in and that, that, uh, well, the story is that my wife had left and I had two little girls, um, who were three and five at that time. And in that really dark place, I just really struggled to know where to go next and, my emotions really overwhelmed me, and and I just didn't know what to do. And as I began to kind of search for what was next, I just realized I didn't really own my beliefs or my values. They were my dad's, or maybe the pastors at the church. And and so I I uh, I put my kids to sleep one night. Put the girls down to sleep, and this is going to date me here. I pulled out a VHS tape of the movie Gladiator, and and just popped that tape in the VCR and it happened to be on the scene in the movie. If, if anybody who's listening has watched gladiator, there's this scene where Maximus is the name of the main character and he was a general and, and uh, he's been, his wife has been killed and the son has been killed and he's being forced to fight in the Coliseum as a gladiator in an anonymous kind of a way. And he comes face to face on the Coliseum floor with Commodus who was the the evil Caesar now who has usurped his father's throne. And in this moment in the movie, Commodus is asking Maximus to reveal his identity. And Maximus pops off his helmet. And he says in this moment, my name is Maximus Aurelius Decimus, Gen- General of the Felix Legions. And, and in this dark time, he, he rattles off. This is who I am. This is what I believe. And this is what I'm going to do do and I'm just struck in this tough time that I'm dealing with man I can't do that I don't have any idea who I am I don't really know what I believe in and I don't really know what to do next and so that movie actually inspired me to start writing about my life and and it took about six months and I began to okay so what's purpose for my life and, and what would that mean to me and what are my values Um, And then, man, I want to make some kind of a mission statement for my life. And so that was the genesis um, of mayhem, what is now mayhem mindset. It wasn't, obviously, back then, it wasn't for any other human being. It was for me. It was for me to really decide, reorganize, stop, in the tough times, stop, hold on, slow down. What do I really believe in? what are the big rocks in my life or the or or the main principles I want to live my life by and who am I and what I believe as far as purpose, what am I doing here? Um, and so that's, that's how mayhem mindset got started, um, and got me headed in the direction that I am today.
0: That's awesome. So I had first heard about you through the fit to fight fire podcast. Um, I probably listened to it about, 12 times and then ended up reaching out to you. Uh, it's not that too long ago, maybe about eight, eight, nine months ago. And I, I'm not going to say I was at a dark place. I was in a chapter that wasn't my favorite chapter in life. And I felt like, uh, just my marriage wasn't functioning in all cylinders. Uh, being a parent was fun, but I thought there was more. I loved my job, but there was promotional opportunities that I wasn't sure if matched what I wanted. And I'd seen too many friends um, get promoted and not like their jobs anymore. I'd seen too many friends go through divorce. I'd seen in the fire service. Now uh, there's suicides. We hear about it weekly. And I said, you know, I don't like where I'm at I'm going to give this program a shot. It sounded really good. And I can tell you, it took me a little longer than than the 10-week program. I wanted to make sure I got it right and and uh, really spend some time at it. But when I got done, I was amazed at the dif- the distance between a bad chapter and the best chapter of your life isn't nearly as far as we think. Um, and as firefighters, you know, we'll take a 40 hour class on this or that, or, you know, dedicate a long weekend to, to spend learning search and dialing some stuff in. But sometimes we're so afraid or just don't take the time to dial in what our own needs and values and be are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the funny thing is, um, you know, I'm in a great chapter in life right now and, uh, absolutely love life and, and really figure, really this program helped me figure a lot of that stuff out and, and i'd love for for more people to to do that um tell us a little bit about your relationship with the fire service because i think that's important and what drew me to you
1: i think uh yeah I, so i was um i at one point really thought i wanted to be a, a firefighter and that's what i wanted to do with my life and my, my brother is uh I guess maybe 23 or 24 years on now in Aurora, Colorado as a firefighter. Um, So I, um, I got hired by an ambulance service and this is a long time ago um, in Loveland, Colorado and worked as an EMT for the ambulance service. And I was stationed at a fire station in Burford, Colorado and got all my firefighter certificates. And, um, and so I spent four years um, working at the fire service there and with the ambulance service. And so, um, and I thought really that was going to be probably my career, and I love that job, and um, I have another really good friend who also works in Colorado as a career firefighter, so um, I can certainly relate with and understand the the job, and I think my heart is really wired up a lot like a firefighter's heart or the people that we would see in, in, in uh, police and fire service.
0: So uh, walk us through then you, you went through the challenge uh, yourself going through the mayhem mindset. How then did you take that to a program that you could help others with?
1: Yeah, I think, I think when I, you know, it took me, took me six months or so to really kind of just organize this idea of who I was and what I believed. Um, And what became clear to me was that, that I know for sure, It was, in my life, I kept kind of searching for the next thing to do all of the time. For most people that I run into, that's kind of the challenge that we have. We're we're really motivated by momentum or emotion more than our strongest beliefs. And so our our greatest choices and decisions are being made based on the momentum of our life or the emotion that we're feeling, whether it's good or bad. Um, And then we're looking for the next thing to do. And that's how people kind of lay out their day or their life. And what I realized when I worked through this process was that I needed to be making my most important choices and decisions based on these anchor values in my life. And so the right thing to do was different. That's the task. The do is the task or the job. The right thing to do was different than identity and who I was. And I think that's really, really important to. To separate those things in the culture that we live in, and so mayhem mindset is really about. We're not talking about setting goals initially, and we're not we're not we don't want to talk about what you need to do with your day right now initially. What I want people to do through mindset is, is stop and organize their values, and really come to a really clear understanding of what their strongest beliefs are, and these are beliefs that represent your strengths, your weaknesses, and your desires or your wants in your life. That's important and then really come up with a strong idea about identity this is who i am as a human being i think if we don't know who we are as individuals and we don't do that work then there's no way to know how you fit in your family not you don't have a clear perspective of how you fit in your family and then there's no way to really know how you fit at your job and then there's no way to know how you fit in society as a whole um I'm not a big quote guy. I don't run around quoting people all the time, but Vince Lombardi, I'm going to paraphrase this, but it was a quote that I love. He said that it's the individual commitment to the group effort that makes our family our society or our country great. And so man, mindset is not about setting goals and it's not about deciding what to do next with your life, like a lot of motivational things are. And it's not about being motivated. It's not about any of those things. It's really about taking some time to stop and face the challenge of really creating identity in your life, and that's very different than most other sort of programs or motivational kinds of ideas. Uh,
0: you touched on something emotion and making decisions in emotion. As first responders, we see this a lot. We get called to a nine one one call, and everybody's freaking the heck out. And somehow we can arrive on scene of chaos and and put everything back together. and I like that a lot because it quotes to or equates to sometimes our life. We're just making decisions based on emotion, but we haven't done the front end work. As firefighters and first responders, we went through paramedic school, we went through all these. So we know what we're supposed to do, we know our values, we know what needs to happen regardless of emotion. That's why we can execute so well on the fire scene. Yet sometimes we don't take that same step. Into our personal lives, and I think that's exactly what you're talking about, uh, at least in that emotion side of, of the mayhem mindset process.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great analogy. Um, I remember, I remember maybe being right after I got my EMT certification, and I had, you know, was I was trying to, I was working on my uh, my IV stuff, and I remember the lieutenant that I was responsible for um, super sharp, super sharp firefighter and EMT. And I remember I began to have some emotions where I, I think every time the alarm would go off, and this is when I was pretty new, I was excited. And, you know, you, you get the bunker gear on and, and, and you're racing to the scene of trouble. And I was excited to be there and I was excited to do the work. And then I remember kind of this epiphany kind of hit me that, man, there must be really something wrong with me. Because here are all these people who are hurting, and I'm excited to be there. And I remember sharing that with a paramedic, and, and she told me, you're seeing it the wrong way, man. Um, these people people need us. They need, they need us to show up, you know, to be professional And in the middle of all this chaos when there's the people that they love are hurting and there's trouble and there's all this, um, there's all this emotion and chaos. They need someone to be able to show up there and make sense of that and to be professional and do their job and stand in the gap and carry the weight so that um, we can get them to the hospital and we can get them to a place where they're, where they're safe. Um, And, and so I was able to kind of make sense of what that meant in my life. And, and, and then was able to do the job the right way. I think, I think that's exactly what core values are in our life. Core values are the big rocks or the anchors. I say this positive values anchor you in emotion and ground you in success. So the values are supposed to be the things that we run back to, to tie off to when there's chaos or momentum, whether it's we're way happy about something and we want to remember to stay grounded or there's big trouble in our life. The values are supposed to be what we come back to, to anchor us and help us reset and regain. And, I think you you can, because you've been through mindset, may have mindset, I could ask you what your core values are, and you could rattle them off, and you've worked hard at that, and they would be very meaningful to you as an individual, and then you've even wrote you know, a mission statement for your life, and so you've got some tools to use, but most people in the culture we live in, if I were to put them on the spot and say, hey, man, name five or six of your core beliefs, most people can't do that readily, and so... A lot of people in the culture we live in wind up making choices and decisions really just based on emotion and momentum instead of really having a working knowledge of what their beliefs are. Uh, and so I, th- I think it's important. If it's not mayhem mindset, there should, you should be doing something to help you really organize your thoughts and, your, and, and, and making your values into a force multiplier in your life.
0: I think what some people might be thinking is, oh, I'm in a good spot. Maybe I don't need to go through this process, or oh, this process is only for people that are in a bad chapter in their life to get out of that chapter. And I would, I would say that's not the case. the The way you put together this program, uh, you don't end up having all those values and mission statements in two days. <laughs> that seems overwhelming. Hmm. Uh, we, we're gonna, we're gonna eat this elephant one bite at a time it's a good process yeah. that actually takes you through uh, everything you need to think about in order to make those decisions. I'll tell you, when I got to the end, I, I, I told you before, I it put me at a great spot in my life. I felt like I was at a great chapter, uh, but then recently um, hit with adversity and we can One thing is for sure, uh, there's a storm off on the horizon. No matter what, we're going to hit another storm. And it was really nice to go back to my core values and my mission statement and say, yep, I can deal with this. This was predictable. Was I partially responsible? Because maybe I got my, my my values out of whack, and I put um, helping out friends before family, and, and flip that, or whether this was just hard, and I know how I'm going to react, and, and that was a really cool tool to get me right through that adversity much much faster.
1: Yeah, the have mindset is it doesn't replace counseling. It doesn't it doesn't replace help that a, a good psychologist would do with somebody. It doesn't. I mean, we're not life coaches. I'm not a life. It's not at all what this is about really it it does require somebody who has a sense of self-awareness and is ready to do some work in their life it's going to take 15 you know somewhere between you know 10 and 15 weeks to get through it if you're really diligent and and so it's it's not an easy thing to accomplish and, I, and when I I genuinely mean it's not for everybody it really needs to be somebody who's in the right place and who really wants to do kind of next level thinking about their life um, we're working with, you know, uh, the barista, at my coffee shop has been somebody who's been through the process. We do a lot of work with firefighters and police. I'm, I'm working with multiple professional athletes, CEOs of companies. It's not, it's, it's, it's really right where you're at right now, whether it's good or bad, can you stop, do some reorganizing and really, really understand who you are and what you believe. So it's a tool. So it's a force multiplier in your life. Um, it doesn't mean that there are not going to be good days or bad days. It doesn't mean any of that. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have trouble. It just means that you have a fighting chance that, and a clear understanding of what those core values are, so you can turn and re-aim at them. I like to use that term. For me, it's it's re-aim at what I believe in every every morning. Every morning, and I have that process and I have that language. If if who you are and what you believe is not in language. Then it's not a tool. Think about all the things. Think about all the things that, that in you know in your job that if, if the new person shows up, the probie shows up. There's all kinds of things that are in acronym and all kinds of things that are specific um, language relating to be a firefighter or an EMT. If you don't understand that language, you can't do the job. And it's not that you're not smart, you just can't do the job. And I think that's exactly like how we treat our values unfortunately if you really and then and then sometimes it's oversimplified ideology in our lives it's something that we just jabber on about and we rattle off about but we really are not living it and we really don't understand it so mindset is not an easy thing to accomplish it's not an easy thing it re- does require somebody who's really wanting to do some work and is interested in really kind of growing that kind of a tool in their life for sure
0: can you explain to everybody what the process is we talked about uh, you know the process it's not for everybody it's a lot of hard work what what's what's this look like as as somebody breaks it down with the booklet and, and, and the whole program
1: yeah we have uh, we have different levels of opportunity there's a there's a self-paced course there's a, a video chat course that's kind of self-paced but you can jump in with me once a week and get my in my input in what you're doing along with the with the other community of people who are working to the course and then I do work with people in groups one-on-one um what I what I basically did was took the process that I went through to define myself all those years ago um I I ended up arriving in a space where I decided I wanted to do this for a living and I quit my job and um sold my home and my last kid had went off to college and I lived in a camper uh a fifth wheel camper for a year and really started organizing this and creating something. And so now, you know, prior to, prior to the last, over the the last few years, I I really had to be there to do the course with somebody because it was something that I was specifically saying to somebody or coaching somebody through. And now we do have um, an opportunity to go through it with video and audio and a workbook. So um, it's, you get, you get a workbook, and, and you, you get access to the videos in the course, and you get access to the, the podcast or the audio in the course. And so there's a component of things to watch, things to listen to, and things to write. And then I present you with, uh, I call them challenges in the workbook. And there are 11 challenges. And, and so you're going to want to go out into, the, out into your week with the idea that I've given you or the mental challenge that I've given you. Um, and then you're going to want to do some writing in that challenge. And the the key here is to, is to journal a little bit. You need a couple hours a week probably to journal. Um, and then we'll do, we do the first seven challenges where you kind of go out and we create some practical mindset skills and tools for you to use. Then I get you to write about your perspective of what, of, of what we're talking about in that particular challenge in the course. And in the end, we tie all that together and create your own code. What we call your I am, your I believe, and your I will. So we wanna take everything that you've learned about yourself and that you've decided about yourself and then tie it off into a language that's simple and something that you can use uh, in your own life. In mindset, mayhem mindset, we don't tell people what to believe. At no point, and you could probably speak to that, Grant, and I think it's important, at no point do we tell anybody what they should believe. The idea is for you to take what you believe and really be able to look at yourself in the mirror and be able to defend in many ways who you are and and what you believe.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I think what, what was big for me in the program was when you're defining your values, you're defining them in your own language. You're not copying, Mm and pasting them um, from the internet. And that in itself is a huge exercise, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Because of the crazy schedule, uh, outsiders look at it the the firefighters work you know whether it's one on one off or one on two off that can present some challenges but it can also uh, it can also be some tremendous benefits we've talked about um, one of one of my values is freedom in time hmm. and can you talk to just the value of freedom i know we've talked about that before but i think it's pretty
1: huge yeah so bad. Part of, part of the mindset process is is coming up with 10 or 11 core values, and these core values uh, need to represent your whole person. So we're not, we're, we're not just looking for 10 neat words that you copied from somewhere. We're really wanting to, um, throughout the course of the 10, 15 weeks, whatever it's taking you to work through the, through the process, we're wanting you to come up and identify these values that represent your strengths your your weaknesses maybe emotional weaknesses that you have in your life or a story or a theme in your life that's a challenge so we want a value that a positive value that that really represents the challenges that you face there and then we want values that represent your ideals or or the or wants that you have in your life so that the values represent your entire person strengths weaknesses and wants so for me um at the beginning of every new year, I re, kind of re reassess my values and and redefine them. Uh, for example, one of my strength values is my family, and and the definition of family has changed. You know, getting married changed that definition a little bit. Being a father changed that definition. So I believe that these values are supposed to be living and breathing, and we should be updating them and using them all the time. So the, the ideal values, ideal values about every year, I bring a new value into my core value. And then I study that value for a year. And for me this year, the value that i brought into my code was freedom. And, um, and then I, I, I researched it, studied it, applied it daily in my life. And I think, um, I've thought about it. I thought about it from, you know, politically what it means, Um, what it means at the level of who we are in our country, and then all the way down to this idea, and this is kind of where it was to start for me, is am I free? Um, What I really realized for me was that uh, I was being influenced more than I was influencing. And I was really concerned about my day, honestly. I was concerned about um, how my day, I I kept ending up at 11 o'clock, somewhere where I didn't intend to be and not necessarily physically, but in my mind, you know, or with what I was trying to get accomplished. And I'm thinking, man, why, why am I over here thinking about this or doing this? Um, And what I realized was I was getting out of bed and connecting to email or connecting to the 24 hour news cycle or checking something on social media. And from that point on, I was caught in the momentum of whatever that was. I was being led instead of being that, being the influencer in my day. And so for me this idea of freedom started with separating myself from all of that. I needed to disconnect and unplug from all of that. So I took email and social media and all of that off my phone so that it wasn't on my phone. I actually went and bought an iPad and put it all on an iPad and then just committed to only going to those things twice a day and and, and then allowing my mind and my heart to be led by my beliefs. And my relationships, the people that I wanted to be connected with, other than the momentum of whatever I was getting hit with. What we know is if we look at it, we have to process it, right? There's no way around it. That's, that's, uh, that's, how, we're, that's how we're designed as human beings. So if it's coming through our eyes, we have to process it. So the idea of freedom started for me with just understanding that, man, I was being influenced instead of influencing and and then taking the steps to make sure that I was I was listen if I'm going to go to email or I'm going to go to social media it's good, it's because I want to go there and open it up and look at it and I'm using it as a tool I'm not just grabbing it out of my pocket and looking at it because I'm bored so that started me thinking about this and so I did I moved freedom into my core values and I've spent all this entire year really studying what that means to me and actually the new we're going to do a new free course, and it's going to be about freedom. It's going to be the introductory course that we use here going into the next year for Mayhem Mindset. That's how much we thought about it and worked at it. So that's kind, of, that's kind of how I started attacking the idea of freedom. I went to Washington, D.C. last weekend, and I had never been there before. Um, I, met, I met my daughters there, and I, I had never been to all the monuments and done that whole thing there. Um, and so I did that this past weekend, and I was thinking a ton about freedom and what that meant at that level. So, um, I've done, you know, kind of a, well, for sure for me, a master's level, um, look at what freedom really means to me. And, and I'll have a strong definition of that word, um, in my value system. And so when I talk about, um, yeah, you know, it really bothers me sometimes, I think, and I think we have a freedom crisis. We ha- we, we have a crisis where people don't know how to be free. I think that it's the genesis to a lot of the problems that we're facing in our country right now. We've been given this idea of freedom, but we don't know how to operate in it. And we're not good stewards of freedom at every level in our life. And I think that's a fundamental problem for most Americans.
0: Funny that we've had the conversation on freedom, and I know that's a core value of you. It's funny, as we were interacting back and forth, how you can see that play out in every correspondence, (laughs) Uh, you know mm-hmm. what day are you free i 'm free between these times, and very very intentional with everything you do and you know some may say well that 's like the opposite of freedom you 're protecting your freedom for everything else um, that you choose to interesting enough, uh, two days ago, uh, and I like to have freedom with what I want to do in my time and i 'll talk about my definition of freedom here in a second, but I always want breathing room in the day because if something important comes along with my family, i want to be able to say yes. And I was just running some errands, nothing real important, but my wife called me up and said, Hey, you want to have lunch? And it was so nice to have that freedom just to say absolutely 100%. Not, I'm not real sure. Not, let me get back to you. Not a no. If she's most important, it should be no, no ifs, ands or buts. She gets it. Um, And that was so cool to have that Um, real quick. um, I want to talk about my definition of freedom. And I think it's a lot like yours. Um, But freedom, I want the freedom of time and money and have the ability to spend each on the things that I love and what I'm passionate about. Overcommitting by taking on debt or saying yes to too much threatens this freedom I seek. I also seek freedom from addiction of alcohol, food, social media, and anything else that might screw up my perspective. Uh, So it's really kind of broad, but it hits on a lot of the things you've said. I don't want to be influenced by the news. I don't want to be... Feel like I've got to get back to somebody on email just because they emailed me and expect a response. That's on them, not on me, to respond within 20 minutes and screw up my day. Um, so I absolutely love that core value. Yeah,
1: I, I, I love what you what you've laid out. I think um, I think that every one of us, as a fundamental baseline, should have some sort of personal definition of what freedom means to each one of us so that we can operate inside of that freedom and make the most of you know what's been given to us as Americans for sure and I think it obviously as we've described it it has many layers but it's key and it's fundamental in my life all right we've covered a
0: ton of ground Uh, Jim I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and definitely appreciate the time that you've put into the mayhem mindset course if people want to find out more information uh, how can they do that
1: (laughs) Uh, for sure, Grant. Thanks for having me on. I love being in this conversation, and I, I know I just I'm excited for 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 somebody. I, I believe in. I think I said this earlier. Right place, right person, right time. Mindset's not for everybody, but but if it strikes you at your heart, and when you're listening to this conversation, and it's something that you're kind of moved about in your heart, and something you want to you want to dig dig into a little bit deeper, you might be the right person for it. So. Um, If you go to mayhemmindset.com, there's a ton of information there. We're actually going to do a uh, $100 discount off the Self-Guided 2. It's called Self-Guided 2 course. It's the video course for any firefighters. I want to get 20 to 25 guys in the course here over the next three weeks or so, and it'd be fun to get a group of firefighters together so that everybody kind of has the same type of job and we can move through the course. So if you're a firefighter and it's something you're interested in, um, you can email info at Mayhem Mindset and we'll get you some information on that.
0: Very cool. Do you want to share your code or anything before we take off? I'm happy to share mine.
1: No, I would love to hear yours. I don't think I've got a chance, like in video form, to hear you hear you say yours. Let's do that.
0: All right. Uh, so my code that I ended up coming up with is I am Grant Schwalbe. I'm a child of God, husband of Katie, and father to Lindsay and Peyton. I'm passionate, driven, and encouraging. I seek love, peace, and adventure. I'm committed to living according to my values and beliefs. I will make my decisions based on my code. I'm not afraid of a fight and will do so to defend what is right. I believe in faith, family, freedom, fitness, love, purpose, adventure, work, integrity, control, and consistency. I will have the strength to live life according to my values and not emotion, fear, or regret. I commit to defend those I love and live a purposeful life. I will be thankful for what I've been given, engaged
1: in the present, and hopeful for the future. That is outstanding. I think what's really cool is because you and I have gone through this whole process together, um, and and we talked about it. There's so much meaning packed into what you just said. And it doesn't necessarily mean anything else to the rest of the world. But when you say those words, I could literally now put you in front of everybody in the fire station. I could move everybody out to the bays and put you up on a box out there and say, Grant, define yourself. 30 seconds or less. Give me purpose for your life. Talk to me about what your, your core values are and give me a mission statement from your life. I'm probably the only person in the room that could do it. Um, and what that does is it gives you a fighting chance now to go out into the culture we live in and stay connected to your core values or your biggest beliefs to make your choices and decisions based on those values and beliefs, not just momentum and emotion and find yourself off, you know, rabbit trailing in life. So, um, I love it. I I do want to say I'm super proud of the work you did and, um, I'm excited to be a part of your podcast today.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I look forward to more interaction with you. And uh, let's make this a force multiplier in the not only the fire service and first responder world, but all over. Thank you, Jim.
1: Right on.